All right, so we started off recording this, or not recording this, we started off uh, using some Palo Santo and setting our intention with this podcast because we wanted to make sure we weren't coming from this, uh, from the direction of like a vendetta or getting back at someone. Um, And then we were setting this intention and I realized we need to record this stuff. So that's what we're going to do. And, and that's what we're going to do. What is manifestation really? And how do you get your mind set to support you in making your dreams, goals, and ideas a reality? Welcome guys. I'm Christina Medina, a money mindset and manifestation coach, Reiki practitioner, and licensed associate real estate broker living in New York City. Mindset to Manifestation is a real-life exploration in shifting your life from coming at you to creating a life by design and how you can start thinking that way today. Simple as that. Now let's get started. All right, so let's start by setting this intention. And I'm lighting some Palo Santo here. That's Steffi G., my guest today and we're going to talk about basically in honor of international women's day we're going to talk about mean girls and their significance in our life and the role that they play in helping us move forward and level up so before we get into that i'm gonna i got my palo santo and we're gonna clear the energy because it could be really easy to try to take revenge Right stuff. Yeah, like it could be really easy to to help, like basically to push back. Yeah, it could be real easy because you know what the 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 kind of stuff that we're dealing with, and we'll dive into here. The kind of stuff that we're dealing with is um, stuff that we all go through every day, and it's a freaking distraction. Mm-hmm. Like it is a distraction from us leveling up and from our goals and what we want to achieve in our life, and. It's a great distraction, and it can actually help you quantum leap in life if you allow it. But before we dive into that, we're going to continue setting our intention. And and, and my intention for this podcast is to speak to you ladies and even men who have experienced this kind of like... Bullying. Bullying. Mm -hmm. Bullying in the workplace. I feel like... When you're young and you're a teenager, you're kind of, you go through this stuff. Like you have the cliques in school and things like that. Um, And then as you become an adult, it's almost like it's a repetition of this kind of pattern. It's people who haven't really fully integrated themselves and felt their own power within themselves without having to push other people either down or to the side. Yeah. Um, And the minute you react to it, you're participating in it. Exactly. And so we are not here to participate in that. We are here to shine light on it and help other women and men out there who are going through this exact same experience and help you grow from it. And that is my intention. And your intention, Steph? Um, I guess to basically discuss um, the way that you can stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. without participating in it and getting lost in the muck because a lot of times when things like this happen and especially when they happen in the workplace everybody has like one major goal and you're working together as a team and then somebody can come in with this negative behavior that's very low level and it's very easy to get sucked into it yeah for sure. and it's also very easily 
uh, it can easily like start dominating your thoughts, your life and your energy and stop you from moving forward with whatever it is that you're trying to create for yourself or whatever it is that the team that you're working with or amongst is trying to create um, for the business as a whole. Yeah, it yeah. creates a separation. It does, which right. is not integrating anything. It's No, it's actually it's, counterproductive because it's toxicity. It's, it's a toxic dis- energy. It's distorted. Yeah. And it's um, it's disruptive. And you don't want to have disruption in the workplace. One little, one little like iota of like disruption can really like throw off the energy that's you know created by a team of people for sure it's um you know I'm very much from the mindset of collaboration and there's plenty for everyone but I you know I'm a human being and as I always say and sometimes I fall into it but I've learned to recognize like when I start doing the things that kind of set it up for me to fall into that. Yeah. So I'm really good at identifying it early on. And and that just took doing the exercise over and over again, you know, and, uh-huh. and the universe keeps bringing the same things back to you. So I've had many of those experience come at me. <laughs> and one of the most recent things, like I've, I continue to experience that kind of like mean girl stuff, you know, when, you know, I feel like my intention for everything is like, Let's make this amazing. Like, we can make this amazing. I feel like anything I do, I'm like, how can we make it amazing? Yeah. You know, I really want, and I really believe. Yeah, because I truly believe that anything you really do and you care about, why not make it amazing? and, And have fun with it. And have fun with it. But you know what? Why not exceed what you originally thought it could be? You know, because... We are unlimited. I believe that. And I feel like sometimes that's scary to other people when they are around someone yep. who, who knows that about themselves and has identified their power and their ability to, like, create, you know, with energy and in this world and in whatever it is they're doing, the ability to manifest things and create things, the ability to make things happen can be very scary and very threatening for, for women. And, and I want to... I don't want to talk general. I want to talk about women specifically because it hurts my heart so much to see yes. women like this. And I feel like it's really important to look at this from a compassionate perspective because we have all been, as women, we've all been hurt and we've all been put down. We're in a society that tells us we're not good enough constantly. And so I feel like some of us, myself included, will... Um, grew up believing I wasn't enough. Like I believed that and I then became like the doormat type, right? Until I kind of realized what was going on and and then I became the angry type and the, you know, like I'm not doing this type, you know? And and then some people or some women will go through this situation and they then become, they go straight to the anger type, you know? It's like, I don't really, there were some moments in my life where I I realized I was kind of being wrong or kind of, you know, expressing my anger and then I realized wow I'm I'm like being the bully and that is not who I identify with that's not who I see myself as right that you have reflection right because I mean we've all we all make mistakes and we all stumble yeah and we all do things that we're like we look back on and go oh that's not that's not something I would typically do right that's not a behavior I would normally participate in right and you real you have the sense to realize that and you're like okay that's not who because I believe we're our own creation so it's like you can see what you're doing and you could just kind of have that realization and then and decide that you're not going to participate in that anymore and, and 
and try a different route. Yes. And I think the old me would have loved to have used this platform to like call out all those bitches out there who did me wrong. Yeah. And I've talked about not them specifically, but I've talked about the situations I've been in on this podcast. And I've even had like I had there's a broker that I know who's really awesome. Like a lot of women look up to her. I admire her because she's just she's a badass and she's like really involved in her community and she's killing it too. And she's someone who inspires kids too, which I think is amazing. Um, but anyway, I remember I, I saw her at an event last year and she was like, oh, you know, she knew of a situation that I was in. And she was like, oh, man, I was really hoping like you would like nail the the what is it? The last nail in the coffin kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yep. And, and I get it because like I felt that way, too. And she was she was done wrong as well. But I just told her, like, you know, I I kind of reached this point where no one was helping me when I was in that situation. And I realized I had to help myself. And in helping myself, I found my own strength and my own power. And I just focused so much on bigger and better things were coming to me. And that mantra that I consistently have said throughout this whole time. And, uh, And then something bigger and better did come to me. And I always try to, that thing right there that happened that that's what I'm talking about like that's the significance of these women in our lives these mean girls in our lives to show us our own power so the question when I'm in situations like this because they do repeat themselves until you learn yeah how to handle and sometimes the, the same people will repeat yeah. the same freaking situation but I, I, then you have to ask yourself what part of me do I need to heal yeah. to let this stop? And why am I why am I accepting this um, over and over again? Yeah, for sure. And then forgiving and just like you have to draw those boundaries. But anytime I'm ever in a situation that's really tough, because life will always bring you tough situations here and there. That's life. Yep. <laughs> um, ups and downs. I, you know, sometimes you can say like, well, why is this happening to me? Which is more of a victim mentality. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to go there. It is. Um, But I do try to say, you know, what is this trying to teach me? Mm -hmm. What is this trying to show me? And that's the harder question to ask yourself. It it requires a lot more reflection. And then also, how am I supposed to respond in the best and possible way for everybody? And those are really good. Those are really higher vibrational ways of looking at a situation and being in that situation. Can I say, though, those are never my first instincts. Yeah. <laughs> my first instinct is always, because I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, anybody I who know. Knows me, me too, me yeah, too. Anybody yeah. who knows me knows I'm like all over the place and yeah. you can see all my feelings and no, my emotions. I mean, I oh, see uh, stuff. Like, I can tell when she's, like, her mood has shifted. We're, like, having dinner or we're out somewhere and it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that because now it's like she's thinking about something and her mood is shifting. It's but like, my mind is always going. Yeah, and no, like, I know. I sometimes know. you can see something on my face and it's like, well, actually inside I'm thinking something totally different. Right. And that's that's where communication is key. Yeah. Um, but uh, going back to what is this trying to teach me, is actually like the most important thing um, that you need to ask yourself when you're in a hard and tough situation like that. But also when I've had situations like this exit my life, I like to turn back and I like to honor the situation Mm -hmm. for what it did teach me. Even if it's something so minute um, as like, oh, you know what? I learned from this person that I need to... um, 
I need to open myself up more. You yeah. Know? Like, I'm just thinking of something That's like, a really good one because I had a similar situation too. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking of somebody I dated where it was like, yeah. I didn't really get much out of that. You know, like I enjoyed their company, but then like, what did I really learn from them? And then one, I learned that everybody is a reflection of ourselves in a way. No, a 100%. 100%. I mean, we've heard this. Yeah. Everyone is a mirror. Yes. Like all this shit that you're going through is that is... Let me rephrase that. When you encounter something with someone, like that strife, <laughs> yeah. that is because there's something within them and within you that is triggering something yep. that's similar vibration, like a similar a similarity that is uh, goes against the direction you want to move in some Which way, is, or your energetic Yeah, so sometimes vibration. when I go through these mm-hmm. um, situations, I dated somebody last summer that literally when we broke up, I was like, what? What was it about that person? I, yeah, I, and yes. I, I know what it was, but it took me a good three months. What was it? Because I want to hear because we, I, mean, I was I'm there. Ex- I'm exposing. Okay, so I, I I'm going to share. No, share. I'm going to share. Because share here. Yeah, so. okay. So basically, I learned because this person was very nice. He was very polite. But he really wasn't open and he wasn't available. And that's actually exactly who I am. I'm not open and I'm not available, even though I want to be. Yeah. I don't even realize how cut off like I am. Like how shut off you are. Yeah. So like yeah. I go on dates and I'm just like, it's more or less, it's like an activity. Do you feel, because I've done this too, yeah. like um, when I was dating, I would go on dates with people and I almost felt like I felt, I fell into a character or a version of myself that was the person that was on the dates with that person. So I do like 10 characters per date. Like, I mean, come on. Right. No, but I mean, it is, it is, it is. It's like, but if it's I like you're not it. even really yourself, which oh, is yeah. really fucked up. Well, like, no, because I'm testing them. And so instead of testing them, instead of trying to connect, like on a real level, right. I'm testing them. And it, it's like something clicks in my head when it's like, oh, this is a date. And it's right. like, because if I'm out with like a friend at lunch or it's a business thing or there's a totally different person that right. shows up. So, um, but that's kind of off subject. But, but I that, do, it is a little off subject, but that's on the same note, yeah. I think it comes back to, um, so I don't want to overshare like your life, yeah. but my life, I came from like a lot of trauma and a lot of like almost six mm-hmm sense yep. um, ability to read and understand a situation and my survival in that situation. And survival sounds like a really intense word, but it's a, it is a survival. It's a sur- sensory sort of thing that intuitively will tell you like, how do you adapt yourself in order to survive? So how do you read well, people in you, order to survive? You learned that as a child. Yes. So your body and your mind and all of your like energy automatically knows that when it encounters somebody else. So exactly. I am constantly at work. I am constantly, and I know this about myself, and the smart thing I did for myself for years, I am always encountering bullies because I grew up with one. Yeah. And so the funny thing was, is when I worked in the field, because I've done on-site and I've done field work. Um, when and I worked for in the those field, of you that don't know what on-site is, that's like where you, like what I'm doing, like where I work for selling a specific building for a developer. I'm not like out in the field doing other appointments. So I've always aligned myself when I worked in the field with some big bullies. So nobody came at, came at yeah. me. I didn't have to stand up for myself. Yes, you no, did. Oh my, yes. You never noticed? Yeah. No, that was like I very, I don't think, think I did it consciously. I always wondered why you would work with someone like, like that, so bad like I that. Because I wasn't like, I'm not like that. No, you're you know? not like that yeah. at all. But it was like, I didn't really like the way those people treated you. And that was like another form of it. But also on the same note, they were 
they scared other people away. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so as I've gotten older and I've gone back into the field, um, or I've also encountered this in on-site situations where I encountered the bully again yeah. and I have no yes. clue what I'm doing. I'm like this. Like you don't understand I, what, why is this, <laughs> what am I doing to bring this on? Yes. It's the same for me. But I like, had, we have, we have similarities. Yeah. I just want to point out cause we have a lot of similarities. We both hit up against, um, women who are bullies to us or women who, and you know, and everybody learned this growing up. The bully is scared of you. The bully is threatened by you. Yeah. And so that's why they're the bully. But there's more to it than that. There has to be. Yeah, of course um, there is. And it's sad, actually, because in our industry, especially, it's dominated by women. In our industry, there's a lot of women that operate like this. Um, and there's a lot of men that operate like this as well. However, it's really sad that women can't take the power that they both have right. and integrate it to become something more. And I have seen women Wait, in this because, industry yes. come together and yeah. make beautiful things where you're like, how did they just do that? But yeah. they both were in the same mindset and they catapulted to like another level right. very quickly. But I think together. the reason why they were both in the same mindset to begin with, because each participant or each party realized that the other one had something of value that the, the one was missing. Yes. You know, like yep. a like a partnership. Like you partner with someone, a great partnership in business or in relationship is that someone complements exactly. that part of you, you know? But when you get jealous of that thing that that person yes. has and you don't have that, then and then you start putting it down, then you're being a bully. You are being a bully. It it and, and you're not creating any kind of you're 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 it's very, it's low level energy. It's, it's, pu you're pulling that person down instead of being like, oh, I've got all these three things. Well, you things. are, you're not just push, pulling them down. You are literally pushing them, them down, down yeah. is what you're doing um, when you resort to like that kind of bully mindset. And it can come in many forms. It can, it can be really intense bullying mm -hmm. and it could be just things that seem like to some people might be harmless, like criticizing someone like oh what is she wearing or oh, did you hear that you know whatever comment she made or you know just things like that that is in itself putting or projecting a negative energy towards that person well, you know you, and and triangulating situations with so other people when you're in a position of power when you are in a position of power you have to keep what you think about other people because we work with tons of people yeah and like we all work as a team together so when you are in a position of power and you label someone you set a tone with other people that are working with you and yes in your responses to situations and that labels, in front of those people yes that's a tone it sets a tone and it also intimidates people even on just a very minute level and you start creating triangles and creating disruption yeah. disruption but you know the thing and the thing i just want to i want to shout out to all the moms out there who give the advice to their kids you know that say well if they're talking about you or if they're talking about them behind their their back you know they're talking about you yes. right because they do this with everybody in their life so if you're participating in that with someone that's kind of instigating and starting that kind of stuff up or triangulating you are you can be as sure as night and day that that person is is doing is doing it or will do it to you yes once they lose when, control yep yeah. when they when they lose control if they ever feel threatened by you it's gonna happen to you too um and that's where i look back on some of the relationships that i have um with people that i i say why did i 
I like fell into it. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a magnet for these people. Um, but because of my background and where I come from and like, that's what I'm having to heal about myself now, which well, is a journey. Well, we want to be loved. We yeah. want to, I, I have, and I can f- totally admit it. I have a, a need to be liked, appreciated and loved, you know, we all I'm in that. sales, but I'm not in sales necessarily for money. I'm in sales because I want someone to think, wow, she did a great job. Yeah. Look what she did. She did a great job. More than the you know? money. Yeah, exactly. The money is secondary. <laughs> it's, like, yes. it's a consistent strive in my life for doing a great job. freaking job yeah. and being recognized for and it. And doing a better job the next day. And then the next time doing an even... Yes. I mean, for me, what drives me is always exceeding what I think I can do. And it's not even what I think I can do, but what other people think I can do. That's the driving force. I think when I was a kid growing up, no one had really high expectations of where I'd be. You know, they saw my mom, they saw how my mom was, they saw me, I was kind of an awkward sort of outcast, didn't do great in school, you know, and they had very low expectations of me. And they've even said that, like, not to sound negative towards me, but just like a confession, like, you know, I underestimated you, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's been huge fuel for me. I, I love, I mean, honestly, there's a part of me when I, when like this negative talk gets back to me and this is what I hope for you stuff that you will find. And this is what I want to tell you too, listeners, because this is the significance of mean girls in your life and what you can get from it. That's really amazing. And that is power and driving force and energy. You can take that energy that would normally be something that could push you down And you could take that energy to actually lift you up. And what I mean by that is I kind of love it when I hear that people are talking negatively about me. Because you are haters, yeah. I almost, I I don't want to say that I love it. That might be, it's not that I love that, but there's a, a fuel I get and an energy I get when I hear someone rolls their eyes at a comment I make or says something negative about me or is doing whatever. And it's it's strange because I feel like maybe because I grew up with that happening all the time and somewhere down the line, I learned how to take that and use it as fuel because there's a part of me that's like, I'll show you what I can do. Yeah. Like, you just watch me. I'm going to blow you away. No matter and how many times. No matter how many times. Yeah. yeah. No matter how many times I've been knocked, knocked down, I've cried so much and stuff has been there, but I have cried so much. I've even cried to Jerry about situations that I just like felt that it's not fair because yeah. my heart and my intention is never to harm anybody. Me too. That's I don't, what I don't get. Yeah. My whole life, all I've wanted was peace and collaboration and kindness. That's all I've wanted because I didn't have it growing up. And it's like, I don't know if the universe has that in store for me. It does in its own way. And it's like, it. you know what? It does. Because it's finding that peace mm-hmm. within yourself. In That's the only way the you can do it. The peace in adversity. Mm-hmm. It's like finding the peace within that. Because there's no magic land, you know, that you're going to, or a magic place within your life that you're going to end up or go to that all your stress all the haters, all the negative people, all the people who are rude to you, and those people just don't exist anymore. That doesn't exist in this world. We don't live in that world right now. Maybe somewhere down the line in the future, that world will exist because humans will have evolved and been so self-aware that they worked through all this toxic shit that they grew up with, but we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. But we can find that place within ourselves. 
Yeah. And I lost my frame of thought. (laughs) But I got, because that, that's all I've ever wanted. You know, like I want to, you know what I want to do? I want to get up every morning and I want to, I want to walk down. Well, I don't have to walk down the street anymore. I take the elevator to work, but I want to (laughs) walk down the street and I want like the little bird to like fly by me and like chirp like you see in the Disney movie, the cartoon and like Snow White and she, and the little bird lands on my finger and I'm like, hi little bird, you know, and then we go to work and it's like, we just feel so good and we feel great in our clothes and everything in our body and we just walk down the street and people are like wow look at her you know and I'm like spreading light and shining light and happiness like (laughs) everywhere I go and like when I walk on the on the ground the flowers pop up you know it's like I really want that (laughs) I love it I really want it and yeah, and I mean, I have it in my own, like, visualization exercises. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm walking down the street, I visualize that, a, like, a, a pink, like, dusty, smoky cloud is following behind me. I and love it's, it. like, touching people, and people are breathing it in, and they're just suddenly feeling happier in their day, you know? <laughs> I just really want that, yeah. you know? And I don't know why these, like, nasty ladies have to, like, come in and, like, pee all over my like beautiful sparkling world you know <laughs> but that's it's a reality though it is, is that a you're reality. gonna encounter people it is that uh-huh. you feel uh, threatened by yeah. or you feel yes um, then what do you do when you encounter people you feel threatened by so interesting that you asked that because like I was just gonna um interject before we got off on like a little bit of a tangent um, an experience that I went through in my life that was really hard and it was actually one of the buildings I took on um, and I went to go work there and I swear we were there for a good four months before we ever rented anything. It was a very slow moving project yeah. and I was me and that was, um, the more senior of most of the agents in the office. And I worked with somebody, a really phenomenal woman that was much younger than me and was way more skilled when it came to doing Excel spreadsheets and stuff like this. And instead of reacting in a bitchy tone, and being like, and feeling threatened by her, and feeling threatened by her, and putting her down, she became one of my very good friends, mm-hmm. and we both taught each other things. Yeah. Um, and she taught me a lot, but also I looked at her and I was like, "What can I learn from this experience?" It was very humbling for me. Yeah. Um, because I was like, "Whoa!" It just seems like everything that I'm doing right now, I can't like get a deal. I can't, you know, do enough. Yeah. When I go to do the Excel spreadsheet, it's not as good. I felt like it was an honor to work with not just her, but a lot of the team members that I did work with that were all younger than me that like taught me things that I got to take to the next place I went to. Yeah, totally. I mean, I I feel like I'm in a really unique situation um, because the person I partner with on this building, she's exceptional at like spreadsheets as well. I mean, I could throw together an Excel spreadsheet and do like some calculations, but she's like... I even told her the other day, I'm like, we're such a great team because I'm more of like the person the who, I'm the visionary. Yeah. I, I get the ideas and I want to change things up and I want to, mm-hmm. I want to like not push things, but I want to, I want to ask why don't we do it this way mm-hmm. and let's try doing it this way. And she's really great because she's more analytical and she can provide the numbers that support like the ideas, yeah. you know? And so it's such a great compliment. Well, but that's like, that's. That's the thing. It's like I wasn't operating. I, of course, had all the feelings of my ego. 
where yeah, I would go home at night and I'd be like, I can't believe that I have to do these Excel spreadsheets and these reports and I'm not good at it. And this isn't normally what I do, but it was such a growth experience and I honored having that experience. Um, but also it was humbling for me, but it was also something that I ended up forging really great bonds with these people. Uh-huh. And we, we had such, um, we had a such good synergy there that it was like we all learned something from one another and we all enjoyed and had a, a really great time. And like, I can't, I can't tell you how that was such a great tone to have because it's really about the project and it's not about you. And that's the thing is when people, when they operate from an ego standpoint and they make it about them, yeah. which we can all do that, it's being human, that's when that's when you start veering the wrong way. When you make it about we're all here to do this one thing and you keep your eye on the goal, then you're actually having to work in collaboration with everybody and you're looking at where you're going and not where you're at. Well, I think I think that also comes down to really great leadership that leads people to um operating in that mindset like because leadership can go the wrong way too you know um i've been in situations where i've had female leaders who were picked favorites and you know they favored other other women on the team or other men on the team and also had like you know i feel okay i just want to say this about this industry and i'm i'm speaking specifically to this industry because this is the one i work in but there are some really like on paper and on their instagram account there are some really badass women in this industry but then it's like the minute you work on a project (laughs) with them or you get to know them they are awful. So in like they're so mean and they're so like egocentric and about themselves. And it's like they won't even give you an opportunity because they want to squash you and put you down and try to get you off their project or whatever, you know. And I hear this all the time. Not only that, but I live through it, you know, and more than once. And it blows my mind that these women would be this way because they have an opportunity to be in this leadership position and really inspire, encourage, and motivate the younger women who enter in this industry in any industry. Or any woman that they work with, younger or older. Yeah, Exactly. And it could be younger or older. It doesn't... I mean, but I'm just saying, I, I just think it's such a missed opportunity when these women cannot step into that sort of like ability to see beyond themselves and the impact of their interactions with their team, specifically other women, and how that can advance women as a whole. And it's 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 a handicap. It really is in the women workforce. And it's also, it's oftentimes it's missed in interviews when people are hiring for their projects. Yeah, of it's course. like, that's not a growth mentality mindset. So it's well, like, no, but some people are just about numbers, Yeah, you know, and we work in an industry that is about numbers. And so they're seeing this person is producing, this person is about numbers, Yeah, but then they're total hell to work with. Oh, you know, oh God, and yeah. they're in, in, I know exactly. yeah, sorry. I'm and thinking I of some just, people. <laughs> I just don't condone that acceptance of that. I really don't because there's a lot of really great people out there that can get the same numbers yeah. that do not work from that and position. That do not operate like that. That do not operate like that. And so I, I would like to speak to my industry. I think we need to stop rewarding bad behavior in this industry. I feel like that is 
that is like something that I would 100% change. Stop rewarding bad behavior, you know, and it's not just from women being rude to other women and being mean and bullying in the workplace, but there's some bad behavior just as a whole in this industry that gets rewarded. But also like stop responding to bad behavior because the more you respond to it, the more power you actually get. And, and there you go. And that's exactly it. And that's really kind of like, that is the point of, of the discussion here. It's like, would you respond to it? I'm all about energy, but I love that Stephanie, Stephanie is about that too, but she puts it in a different way. But just energetically speaking, when you respond to it, you 100%, you, you go down to their level. Yep. And, and that's what that means. You go down to their energetic level and you're in your place. And I'm telling you, there are, there are people that feed on that negativity. They really do. Just like I feed on people who are like, will talk down about me. I feed on that energy because you know what I do with that energy? I take that energy and, and I channel it. I manipulate that energy and I turn it into energy that propels me higher and forward. And then what am I going to do as I get higher and more and move forward? I'm going to bring amazing people with me and I'm going to inspire and encourage and reward them and uplift them because I want that. I yep. want that for my life. I want to be that person in other people's lives. Yeah. But I like your take on participating in it. And I think it's really important to talk about that too. Because it's not just, it's always about energy, but you need to think about it in, in, in more than one way and not just energetically. So this is like the most, I guess, important question is if you're the target of this kind of behavior, right? But you don't want to participate in that and that behavior right. by responding, yeah. which it's really hard to do that, to not respond, to not react, to not yeah. stand up for yourself, to not push somebody back. Yeah. Um, what is the best way to deal with that? Okay, so there, I've got a couple ways, but let me make sure I understand your question. Okay. So are you talking about a one-on-one -on -one exchange or exchange within a group of people? I'm talking about a, an exchange within a group of people because when you are in a workplace, everybody notices everybody else's little, like, you know, mm -hmm. um, nuances, whatever, what things they say. Um, like, for, can actions, you give me an example? Actions that they take. Um, like, let me think. Can we pause? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh. I'm, well, while you think, I'm just going to talk okay. about something because... Um, one of the things that that Stephanie made me think about, or Steffi G made me think about, was um, a situation where I was in a meeting, and there were a, a, a large group of us in this meeting, and I remember this really well. Um, there was someone who had like, it had like a really bad attitude, and it was like, whoa! I rem everybody in the meeting was just kind of like, we were just looking at each other, like, what the hell, like why is she talking like, you know, why is she talking like this? Why is she responding like this? It seems so disrespectful. And it was just, it was just someone in a higher position. Oh, the beeping is my dryer. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. That's or how we, pen. that's how we roll on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's like, it's unedited. But, um, I remember, and it was like to someone superior to her and we were just kind of like, Whoa, you know, and what I loved about this person who was also a woman who was in this, the senior like superior position, she was just like in, in, in the woman had made her final comment as she exited the room and the senior position woman was like, okay, well I guess everybody has bad days. And then she just changed the subject. I love it. And she didn't even let it bother her, yeah. you know, well, it probably bothered her, but, but she, she it wrote, did, but yeah. she reversed it. But She set the tone to be yeah. like, yep, 
having a bad day. Yeah. Let's let it yeah. go. Let's yeah. not harp on it. You know, because everybody has bad days. It has nothing to do with actually the goal in mind. Exactly. Which is, yeah. Which is which, what I loved. And yep. I, I will always remember that situation. That's a great lesson. That's yeah. a leadership lesson. She's a great leader. Yep. Yep. She was one of those women that I'm talking about. I that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was a great role model for me. And so do you have your example? I don't, I mean, I don't have an example per se, but I, I just think I have a few examples, but they're more or less, I've just experienced some really bad stuff. So yeah. I don't want to get into like, basically like, what do you like? Gossiping kind of? Yeah, gossiping yeah. about like yeah. stuff like that. Um, I think the thing is like... Because it, it is hard to stand up for you. It is hard to stand up to a workplace bully, right? Yes. Well, I think if someone says something to you in front of people and it sounds negative... I think it, the best approach is to try to find a centered place within yourself and ask the question, well, I don't understand. What do you mean by that? Well, no, have that's a conversation, very... but then when, yeah, have a conversation and then you have to eventually stop the conversation. If constantly when you're confronting this person that maybe is saying, you know, things around the workplace or to you or to your colleagues or to people in the industry, if you if you try to confront this person uh-huh. and you try a few times, like, hey, what's going on? Right. And then you don't get anything back. Oh, because you get defensive behavior back. To, yeah. When you, you try to just like you eventually have to it. recognize what it is yes. and disengage completely. No, I because, get it. I yeah. thought you were talking about like um, if you're in like I was just imagining you know someone like for example I was in a meeting if someone said something to me that would like kind of like cut down my idea because this is what people do it doesn't seem right it seems strange that people would do this in the workplace but it happens and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about but I would just be I would just like come from a really almost naive place but like well what are you what are you referring to I'm not really sure I'm following you and I feel like that makes it look to me it's like showing that you're not you're not participating in it and you just want clarification like what specifically are you talking about I'm, I'm not following you you know and that puts into a neutral place you I, know so it's not like you're defending your idea or what you said it's not even like you're defending yourself yeah it's just like you're neutralizing it well I'm not really following you can you explain that a little bit more you know and that's neutral I try to neutralize things as much as I can so I have two things to say yeah. um one is I have witnessed behavior that I find like kind of middle school high school behavior through a lot of the jobs that I've had where you're in a yeah, meeting or you're in a group setting and something happens where somebody else says something else and uh-huh. it's like it's like you're on the playground yeah and really honestly when I see that I just kind of look the other way and I'll like kind of set a different tone yeah to where the other people that I'm around mostly that work with me understand that I don't participate in that behavior and don't do it around, don't do it around me because I will, I will not, I don't like it. And it's just, it's just the conversation stops. Um, the second thing I wanted to say, which was even more kind of interesting because it takes it to like another level. A lot of times, especially when you're in these offices or like the people who are really in charge don't always see like what's going they on. They don't see it at all. And so what happens is, is sometimes if you can go to bat for yourself, if you sit there, if you sit there and you actually um, try to defend yourself and then that person feels even more threatened by you, it can create even a, a I don't know what happens it, it on that It creates like this energy that they're just like, you're the person who's in charge is just not understanding like why are we getting off subject here 
Um, it's, I've seen that happen before. Okay, so it's that, like, okay, that wait, we're getting me, off subject that here. That happened to me recently, you know? and, like, I think you know the experience, Christina, because I knew it in, like, the first two weeks of working in this place. Yeah. That I was like, oh, this is going to happen, and everything that I had called out would happen actually happened. Yeah. And it was interesting because my gut knew immediately, like, there's no hope in this situation because this person operates on this level and they're never going to operate any right way. you and it's not your oh my god it's so like this is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> i was it's so funny because before before Steffi g came over i was listening to joel olstein which who i love his podcast i'm not a religious person but i love him and yeah. he always i think he speaks to so many people yeah. you know he's got good messages he's got really good messages yeah. and um i was listening to this one and it was like, don't waste time on, you know, I don't even know what it was, what it was called, but it was like, basically you're wasting your time, you know, don't get off the, off the target. Don't get off your goal and waste your time with like, with people basically. So, but, go ahead. but the thing I was going to say is he had said specifically in that podcast and I, I texted it to Steffi, Steffi G. <laughs> I texted her to her and I said, this one, this was, this message was for you. And um, he said, he specifically said, it is not your job to change those people. Well, okay, that's well, that's my that's my crutch is that I always try to fix those people. I know, but you know what though? That's something. So I look at this as a gift. What I'm going through right now, where I'm like, wow, I couldn't pick a better person to actually teach this to me because it's somebody I love very dearly. Yeah, I really couldn't pick a better person because I the last people that I've interacted with that have treated me this way, um, I didn't have the heart for them. Yeah. So it was a little differently, but I have a heart for everybody. Anybody who knows me, like she does. And (laughs) even with this person, you know, I feel like I've known this person for a while and I've known the, the complexities of their relationship and, and, I just never saw this woman as a friend of yours. I just never saw that. And most people that I've talked to yeah. actually said the same thing. Yeah. And that that's been very heartbreaking for me because and that's but that's a lesson and I haven't I haven't been able I can't articulate it yet, yeah. but I'm going through it cuz I'm like in the thick of it. Yes. And I've been kind of saying to you, "Wait, I want to wait until it's finished." And then I can tell you where I'm at so I can say it in this genius way, but right. I don't have that yet. I'm just kind of getting through it. Yeah. Um, it's been v- very painful, but I actually think it's the biggest ble- blessing in disguise. It is. I will miss this person because they were lots of fun to hang out with. But at the same time, I participated in those behaviors that I don't agree with just to be like kind of like part of like her the, world, the charming, the charming side of her. Yes. Yeah. Which is actually, it's a smoke screen. Every time that she points her fingers, anybody who's acting in a bullying way, they are pointing their fingers at other people to deflect other people from looking at them and seeing what's missing. Whereas a person who actually wants to grow can look within themselves and say, oh my God, I don't know anything about like this one piece and I want to learn more on how to do this. So I'm going to look around me with Uh the people that I work with and the people that I work for or the people that work for me. And I'm going to look for things that they can teach me about this. That's a growth-oriented person. That is extremely growth-oriented. And I, I feel like I I want to believe that that exists with most of the people out there. Um, I feel like it's, it's a little a tough. It's, it's a, a choice. choice. 
And I feel like it's a tough choice, but it's a choice. It's a tough choice. It's a choice. I mean, but the, you know what? The other thing I like to talk about on this podcast is I, I like to talk about my own vulnerabilities and how I've kind of fallen into these places where, you know, I've felt threatened by other women or men. You know, I felt threatened by people and how that played on my insecurity. Sorry, the beeping of my dryer. Um, and how that's played on my insecurity because do you know how I how I had mentioned that, you know, the person I work with, she's like great at spreadsheets and stuff like that. Well, when I first met her, I couldn't really read her because she was very different from any other woman I had met before. And my first impulse was kind of like, you know, in my mind, I was like, I don't know if I like her because I don't get like warm fuzzies from her. You know, I don't get like whatever. And so I was just kind of like, I, I had a hard time reading her and I wasn't like 100% on board, you know, because usually I'm pretty intuitive about people, but I couldn't get a read on her. It was just like a different type of person, you know, that, that was just really new to my world. Mm -hmm. You know, like I didn't grow up around these kind of people. I haven't encountered these people yet in real estate. I've always encountered like these extreme characters and stuff like that. And this was someone who just completely operates like on a whole other like level, you know, because she is like so analytical and everything. And at first I was just kind of like, and it was like, I I have to admit that at first I was just kind of like, I wasn't really sure. And I, I wasn't sure if I was a fan and I found myself like leaning towards negative thoughts about her. Like if I'm going to be completely honest and that was my own insecurity because it was like, I don't know what place I have here, you know, with this person, like how, what does she think about me? Does she think negative things about me? So, you know, as what is she like, what is her perception of me? Is it negative? And so I found myself forming like a negative perception that was not based on really anything, you know, to really do that, which was a really unfair thing for me to do. But then I soon started to realize, you know, that, oh, you know, it's like you kind of figure out where that's coming from, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then you allow yourself to open up and you allow yourself to see like, now I think she's just like, she's great. You mm-hmm. know, she has a really big heart. It's like, you can, she's just a slow open, mm-hmm. you know, and she's not like me, you know, I know me too. You know, I'm like, <laughs> here I am. I'm like, can I give you a hug? Yeah. I'm going to give you a hug and I want to be loved. And it's what's like, your, what's your name again? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know your name, but we're like best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I think that I think it's normal to have those feelings. You know, I don't want to ever pretend like I'm always so like 100% in the self-awareness game because we can fall into it, you know, and you can fall into like You're human. Yeah. We're all human we like can, we can fall into just like what you were saying with this person, you know, the things that you kind of have to participate in to be friends with that kind of person are things that I don't even think of you being that kind of person. And that's like, you know, you talking about other people, like participating, you know, I know this person that she's referring to and she likes to gossip and talk about people a lot. And, you know, she forms these false intimacy or or, or false intimate or falsely intimate relationship by bonding over gossip, which is not true intimacy and connection with people. You will never be able to connect with someone by gossiping about other people. It's a, it's a shallow relationship. And it's also like, again, it's not, it's not elevating. It doesn't elevate you in any way. And for example, and, and this is really, I find this to be like when I was bartending in New York, I found that women really like to get together and they talk about men and they talk about other women. 
that's what I found that women like to get together and talk about after work over drinks. And it's I, true. I've fallen into it many times. So. I don't. I don't like it. How many times have I just been like, "Can we not talk about this anymore?" Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. You know, I want to talk about ideas and yeah. dreams and goals. You know, because that that's something that gives me energy. Is I like to I like to talk about ideas. It's nice and to growth. use examples yeah. of things that have happened. But I think that when when I'm when we have talked about people, because you always fall into that. I'm doing it. I'm talking out loud to get to a place where I, of understanding yeah. of how I feel, how I want to react, why I reacted a certain way, why I said whatever I said, or why somebody else said something that they right. said. And there's a difference between that and talking that out with a friend yeah. than basically sitting there and saying, oh, we're sitting here gossiping about somebody. Like, oh my God, did she do this? And blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. It's, really, <laughs> it's really a nasty trap that you can get set into yeah. very quickly. And as the person that's um, receiving this, especially if it's coming from an authority figure of a place that you work in, you shouldn't participate. You shouldn't participate. No, and, absolutely not. And then it's not. also, it's, it's bullying that person into thinking, like, because they're your boss, and I've had a boss like this before, where they say something to me about another colleague at my office, and they say, oh, you know, they, Stephanie, like, they don't do this. And I've like looked back at them and kind of been like, I'm not going to say anything. It's like, kind of always straight. It's kind of like a weird feeling when something like, cause I've had that happen to me before too. It's not And I'm okay. just like, I'm almost, I always try to neutralize it. Like, oh, oh you I know, do. maybe they're having a bad day or blah, 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 you know, like, cause it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, no, with this one particular person, I mean, it was very obvious the way that she operates and she has right. a, she no, has a I reputation mean, for that. So I literally like looked back because I was like, what are you saying about me to the other agents? That's like, what I would say something yes, like that. Yes, and that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, you know, the moms moms always say this to their kids. Well, if if she's talking about them, you know, like the but lessons you learn from mom, well, if she's talking about them, you know she's going to talk about you. Kind but of it's thing. about being in a position of power as a woman. Yeah. And it's like the mean girl movement is what I would call it because we're right now experiencing, what is the sexual? Like, the mean, oh my the God, me the me too. The me too. <laughs> so I always call I'm, this like. I'm going to give her some like leeway there because I know she was nervous to record this podcast. So, so. listen, so like the me too movement it, um, it's very similar to like what I call my mean girls movement. Cause like, I'm constantly, oh my God, yes. The mean girls movement. That's right. I'm constantly encountering bosses and authority figures that literally don't have the best. It's about your intention behind your action Yes. more so than it's about anything else. And I think that that's very obvious to anybody who doesn't operate on a low level, like some people in this industry do. Um, and this is, I mean, this is rampant in any industry. It is. It's rampant in life. Uh, but I think but, this is the next wave of the movement. It's yeah. the Mean Girls movement because first it's Me Too and we're realizing like how men are allowed to behave a certain way in the workplace um, and and we're shining light on that and we're shining light on the things that they've been able to get away with um, that are extremely illegal, you know, and the stuff that they've been able to do. But now we're looking at what is the next level of this? And it's the Mean Girls movement. I 100%. Women, women need to support one another. Yeah. And that that's real true women's liberation. Yeah, if you they ask need me. to support yeah. one another and they need to put their egos aside. 
Um, and what, what I say by that is we all have those feelings inside mm-hmm. where we're like, oh, I wish I had this about me or I wish or I had, I wish I had her body, you know, Th- no, but I'm not going to say, that. I'm not going to say something about her like, oh, she must have an eating disorder. I'm not going to say like, it's funny because that's what some people say about, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know, but that's what women will say <laughs> about women. Like I look at like, sometimes I want like a six pack of abs, which is yeah. like the farthest thing. That's like the one place I always gain weight. And it's like, okay, well, Stephanie, get to Pilates. Yeah. Like, start leveling up. Like, and you'll get... And you, you can have that. You might not get the six-pack because you're going to eat, like, whatever you want. But you're going to you be still have the working... Six pack, you're going to be working towards that goal. Yes. And just making that one step. It's like, let other people's light and let other people's, um, what are they, like, qualities that you admire, yeah. let that inspire you. Yeah, because if that person has that quality, you're perfectly capable of having that quality as well. Even if you're far from, like, acquiring it, you know, just making that first step to getting it, whether it's about, like, somebody's body or, like, something that they can do with an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Or Or their ability to sell or convince or persuade or lead or or analyze or whatever. Their ability to connect to people on a real level. Yes. Yeah, which is also a nice quality. It's a nice quality, but yet it's another quality that... That other women feel threatened by. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this was some really good stuff. Okay. How did, what did you think? Did you like it? Yep. I always like talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Christina. You know that about me. I know. I know. Yes. Normally, I'm like dominating where people are like, let me get a word in. Oh, I know. But I love, <laughs> you know what? You put a microphone between me and Steph and um, she's going to like share hate. the platform. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Well, I hope to have you back on this podcast again because I think it was a yeah, it was a really good balance Mm -hmm. of perspective and opinion and how we both have overcome this and and are continuing to overcome this. And happy International Women's Day, ladies! And and please be kind to each other. Yeah, you know, be nice. Be nice. Like it's just like the kindergarten rules. Be nice to one another. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Sending you guys much love from New York City. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with someone you know. Sharing is caring after all, and I want to empower as many people as possible through this podcast. Also, please take a second to leave me a five-star review. Your review helps other listeners find this podcast. Lastly, be sure to find me on Instagram at mindsetbychristinamedina. Have a great week. Sending you big love from New York City.